What's up guys, welcome to the RCX Show. Thanks for checking out this episode. Please do me a favor real quick before we get started and hit that subscribe button. Uh, like, comment, and share this video. And if you really support me, jump on over to Patreon um, and subscribe to either the $3 or the $5 level. That's going to get you access to um, a, a new EP of, of songs every month from me. Uh, new songs. Uh, it's going to get you early access to the podcast, early access to music videos, exclusive content like music videos, behind the scenes, all this stuff. So uh, go check it out. And uh, of course, uh, uh, hit me up on Facebook, IG, all that stuff, at OfficialRCX. And um, let's get to the RCX show. What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the RCX show featuring my dude, Nairo the Madman. How you doing, bro? What is up, y'all? I'm doing good, man. Dude, that's good. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. Um, real quick, uh, before we get started, because uh, we got a lot to talk about, please um, give me any uh, plugs you have, um, anything that, uh, you know, coming up, uh, coming out, you know, anything like that. Well, let's see. I got the uh, Wicked Calligraphy Tour with Insane Poetry. I'll be out on, on February. Then I got my own tour in uh, March. Then if COVID permitting, we'll be going out and to Australia in April. Um, we got Claz's release party in DFW on April 10th. But most importantly, I just dropped a new album. Hell yeah. Hell Everybody yeah. needs to go check that out. It's called Lost. It's by Nairo the Madman. Yes, fuck yes, y'all do. Yeah, absolutely. And I checked it out myself, dude. And I got we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, real quick, uh, give everybody um all your IG and all that stuff too. The IG, Facebook, uh, IG, Twitter is uh, Nairo the Madman. Uh, Facebook is the real Nairo the Madman. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Dope. All right, yeah. perfect. And of course, Funny Farm Records, right? For everybody. Funny Farm Records, always. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, um, so let's jump into the fucking album, bro. The new album, Lost, bro. I checked it out. I, I enjoyed it. There's a lot of cool shit on there. Um, I mean, I want to just get right started talking about it. Um, the first jam on there that I was really fucking with was a party song, bro. I, I dug that a lot. Yeah. Like, right up my a, alley. <laughs> that's a uh, track I did with Class from LSP, and it's... Yep. Um, it's a it's a pretty good track, pretty solid track. Uh, I performed it on tour before we even released the album. Uh, my tour with uh, it was my headlining tour back in October, and um, it went over so well. So we're probably gonna make a music video for that. Also, we're gonna rent out a bar and okay. let all our uh, homies from the scene just party it up in that bar for that. Hell yeah, that that's what I'm talking session. about. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, no, that, that shit was jamming for sure. And then, um, I mean, I think the next track even was was pretty dope. Nasty Bitch, bro. That shit was that shit was like your, your stripper song, bro. I fucked with that heavily. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, it was both proven, both those songs, you know, the album, we wanted to to, um, to uh, capture the ups and downs artists go through all the way from the partying yeah. to the performing to the trouble we have with our families to the, the mental uh and emotional stuff we go through uh and it's always an up and down feeling um and uh we wanted to start it off with some of the uh more uppity stuff some of the stuff you go through that may seem like fun but in in the end it actually causes a lot of drama and like a lot of trouble in your yeah. career as an artist uh so uh it came out as really fun tracks and that's how it is when you experience those things as an artist, but you realize after a while, after so much partying, after so many uh, crazy women and all that stuff, it becomes more of a hindrance than an actual uh, fun thing to deal with. 
Yeah, no, dude, definitely. And that, uh, that, that I was definitely feeling on a lot of these tracks. And, uh, one of the ones I was really jamming with, um, like the other standout to me was, uh, that track coffin, dude, that, that shit was, uh, that shit was pretty bumping, bro. That one was really personal, man. Um, as you know, I, 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 I'm not just an artist. I promote, I'm a booking agent. I do all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, the genre that I mostly work in, which is underground hip hop and uh, horrorcore and stuff like that, it, it, it is a dying genre. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a very niche crowd. And that's why a lot of my songs, uh, you'll notice that my newer stuff is not just horrorcore. It's kind of uh, underground hip hoppy uh, to, to widen my fan base. Um, yeah. And uh, I feel like sometimes that I'm the only one uh, really contributing to keeping it alive, particularly in our state. And it's, it's not really like that, but sometimes I feel like I'm the only one giving it 110% why everybody else wants to just uh, um, ca uh, capitalize on that. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, so I was going through a real, uh, I was real bitter when I originally wrote that song because uh, I felt like, I was helping revive a scene that was ultimately dead in Texas. And then, uh, then for some people to just trash talk me behind my back and then, and then try to still get on these shows. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it was a uh, very personal and a very bitter song where I was like, you know, well, fuck you guys. I can still do this myself. Um, and, uh, it was just one of those feelings where I felt like a lot of these people that were friends, I realized weren't really my friends. Um, yes, and it was, it was a, it was a enlightening moment at the same time. It made me feel very bitter. Sure. Well, dude, no, that, that, that one was jamming though. And it's nice to have that, that fucking insight on it. Cause it's pretty dope. Um, fucking in, uh, the, um, the title track lost dude, that shit was, that shit was, uh, I mean the beat on that hoe was like funky as fuck, bro. I was jamming that motherfucker. Like, Super, dude, I love that shit. It was like some Nine Inch Nail shit, like mixed with some corn, bro. I love people. It, people didn't uh, expect that at all. Hell yeah, they no, did not dude, it's different. I, I fuck with it though. Uh, so that track actually was produced by Monoxide from Twisted, and as you know, a lot of their right. newer stuff has kind of a rock vibe to it. And um, uh, it was just it, it. It clicked with me. It's it's not one of my favorite tracks personally on the album, mm -hmm. but it was something so different from what I normally did do that it, I feel like a lot of people noticed it because of that. It it yeah. it um it gave people an idea that I have a little bit more range than just the typical uh, boom bap style uh, that I have done. And a lot of this album actually did that because I did a lot of trap style stuff too, like with party and uh, oh yeah, definitely, uh, definitely nasty bitch and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh, party actually, while we're at it, was uh, produced by Godseth, who also works with Emini. And uh, nasty bitch, that actually was a beat I made. So it, uh, uh, yeah, man, it was it was this whole album just had a lot of different stuff, which was great because it helped represent the ups and the downs that you go through. Oh yeah, definitely. And and that was one thing I was going to come to was like, who, who all produced on this album? Cause I know you produce yourself. Um, you do, you do some tracks too, but like, I, I know you had some other people on there as well. So like who, uh, who all you got on this? So hold on one second. No so problem. me, I'm eating while I'm doing this. Cause I'm a terrible person. Um, you're good, man. And I'm on keto. So I'm always hungry. 
so I produced a few things, and then uh, uh, I produced Nasty Bitch. I produced um, Coffin. I produced Broken Dreams. Uh, Opie Halogen, shout out. Yeah. Uh, Opie, who Angel. also helps me keep stuff uh, going. And Angel has an amazing voice and such range. That's right. Shout um, out. So, uh, and there were, I think there were one or two others that I produced on it. I can't remember. But um, God Synth produces on here and uh, Monoxide. So it's Monoxide, God Synth, and me. Dope, are the dude. producers on the album. And then um, uh, Delusion actually did the intro and outro uh, ambiance. Yeah. Um, and he also mixed, mastered, and recorded the uh, all the vocals. Hell yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, so like one of the other ones that stood out to me a lot was the uh, the track "Haters," bro. That that shit, I really was fucking with that one. Um, Are you trying to tell me most of this album stood out to you, man? I mean, it was. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, there was some good ass shit on it. I was just asking. You're, you're, them, you know hey, I mean? like, you're not the first person. Actually, almost everybody has told me that has listened to this. Even people that already liked my stuff have yeah. said this is my best album. I, I mean, um, dude, it, you got you got some motherfucking bangers, bro. I'm fucking with a lot of that shit. And, so and, and the number the numbers are showing that it is absolutely my best album, or at least what people like. Um, haters, um, let's see who did that. Godson did that beat. Hell yeah! And and so, okay, I don't know if you're familiar with Playboy the Beast and a lot of the stuff he's going through with his uh. Yeah, he's a very conservative guy. Mm -hmm. um, know of him, but I don't know, like, uh, A very conservative guy. Um, I don't always agree with all of his politics, but I do agree with his right to voice them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's um, – he's a great rapper. He is an absolutely amazing rapper and artist altogether. And uh, I, I fuck with him. As, a, as an artist, I fuck with him. Uh, like I said, our politics don't always agree, but I'm not going to be the one to guy to trash somebody because, uh, you know, I'm part Native American, so I'm a little, I don't like the government anyway. Uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> so, um, here's the deal is, uh, um, it just came out really well. You know, uh, you got, uh, Playboy the Beast, who's absolutely super talented. Then you got Donnie Menace who is absolutely super talented oh, yeah. and uh, it, it just came out great. And you know, when I write songs, I always want to write a hook that gets stuck in people's head. Definitely. Because uh, uh, to me, that's what the whole definition of hook means is it hooks them in and makes them want to listen to the song. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If, if they can't remember the verses, that's one thing, but if they can't stop singing that hook, they're still going to uh, put that song on repeat because they can't stop singing the hook. You got it. That's right. Um, but uh, real quick, um, another thing uh, that I wanted to ask you about because, like, you know, I've known you for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple years now, and uh, seen many shows, and I've seen all your. I'm pretty sure I have like all of your physical albums up to this one. Um, but uh, something that always stands out when um, Nairo releases something is the artwork. So uh, was the same dude um, that's done all your past artwork, did he do this artwork or was it somebody else? You know, unfortunately, no. Um, Evil Dead did uh, Schizophrenia, Backlash, 
Stage to the Grave, and Backwoods Bastard. And he also did two projects that I'll be releasing sometime later called Wanted and uh, uh, Gravel Marked Grave. Dude, but I didn't know Evil did those. Damn, that's crazy. Evil did all those. But he started getting in some uh, personal stuff in his life, and um, he just didn't really want to do art for a little bit. And then I was like, man, I want to do this album. But I don't want to use either of these album previous album covers you did that I haven't used yet. Sure. On this album, so I hit up uh, Apoc from Whoop What Alexander, and uh, I said, "Can you do a style similar to this? This cartoon comic book style, but simplified?" Hell yeah! And he said, "Well, I can try." I was like, "Okay, we'll try." And he came out with that Lost album, and it came out all right. I, I really enjoy that album cover. I think it depicts kind of the st- uh, the emotion and just the lost feeling you have when you're an artist. Um, and uh, I got other albums that are coming out, album art that are done by uh, uh, ones called Ashes to, or Dust to Dust, and that was done by Nasty Ink. And then um, uh, he also is doing one called Blasphemy for me, which Ooh. is pretty dope too uh there the, you'll see a lot more uh particularly on blasphemy it's going to be very trappy very uh dark very uh bass heavy album that's all i'm talking um, about fuck yeah and then uh, dust to dust is more of an emotional uh what the world's going through what uh what uh i want to accomplish before i die type thing i gotcha that's dope. That's dope. Well, fuck, dude. Sounds like you got the the next uh, few projects planned out, right? <laughs> till I retire. I there think you I'm go. good till I retire. There you go. Well, um, so uh, let's talk about music videos, bro, because I recently saw that Schizo Love video. I think you put it out uh, just a couple months ago, right? And it, it was a dope-ass video, man. Uh, um, what uh, uh, what kind of videos you uh, – I know you're talking about doing one for the party video, but do you have anything uh, um, else in mind video-wise coming out soon? Okay. So, believe it or not, I actually hate doing music videos. Really? That's why I don't push them as hard as I do my actual music. I just, I understand they're a necessary evil. Visuals yeah. are very important. I just hate doing them because uh, I, I hate trying to act. You know, yeah, I hate I trying you. to uh, be something that I'm not. But... Um, uh, Schizo Love was done by uh, Corey and his people at Interview Under Fire, and they're really good people. Um, but uh, I, I do plan on doing one for Party, and mm-hmm. I'll probably do a solo song one. It may be Coffin. Yeah. Because uh, oh, yeah. I was talking to a person to ask them if they could build an old-school uh, uh, coffin, like the old pine box-style coffin. Hell yeah. Uh, so. I'll probably do Coffin too, um, and they'll probably be filmed by Corey and them if I can get them to do it or uh, somebody in the local DFW scene. Oh, Yo. actually, Party will be done by Klaz's brother, Eric. Bro, um, and I wanted to say real quick, I recommend Michael Rashad, dude, because we just yeah. did me – and, me and Pac uh, Manson just did a video with him, and bro, holy shit, I recommend him. <laughs> and Steve, I'll just say that I like I like giving money to the local people. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, that's what's up. I you will you will be spending your money well, sir. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I recommend. Oh yeah, yeah. He blew me away, bro. <laughs> Shit. 
But um, anyway, so that's dope, man. I'm very excited about fucking music videos, bro. Like, and that's why I'd ask you about it because a lot of people don't around here don't fuck around with music videos for some reason, or like they yeah. just don't like go hard with them. So, but I know you do, so that's why I had to ask. Well, but, it, it's it, you know I don't really like them, but it's a necessary evil, man. Like, you can't do music right now without visuals. You got to have at least one or two visuals a year, at least. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. And the more, the better, honestly, but, mm -hmm. but shit. All right. Well, dope. Um, and then, uh, so of course you're, uh, I know you, you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, during the shout outs that you're going on a bunch of tours and stuff like that real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. talk about that. Um, talk about in your ear, uh, entertainment, right? Um, so in your ear entertainment is a promotion company. Um, and we bring shows to Texas, and we are actually expanding to Wisconsin. Hell yeah. And uh, um, some other states, probably uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, and uh, maybe even uh, Minnesota and um, uh, Oklahoma. Hell yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, no, and, and um, I mean, I, I just got to shout you out real quick. It's a great way to uh, um, get on uh, decent tours and, and, like, shows that are actually worth it. So, like, anybody that out there trying to get on shows, check him out. Um, Drew Smith, In Your Ear Entertainment. And then, uh, um, of course, Funny Farm Records. Let's give you all a shout out. <laughs> too. Uh, yeah, Funny Farm Records. We got um, me, Tim Torment, Rob Zilla. Champa, Mr. Fuentes, and Cryptic. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're likely going to be adding um, uh, another artist soon. Uh, you know, we're always scouting because, Hell yeah. um, you know, artists come and go. Uh, uh, one, of my, one of my friends, Suave, just retired from doing uh, uh, music. On a serious that's a, level, and that's a, that's a bummer too, Schwabe. That's bro. a huge bummer. It's a bummer, is, bro. So dope. His, his last album, fucking a, goddamn it, that shit was out of control. And every time and, I see them live, bro, he fucking kills that shit. And you know the thing is, is that had he started when he was younger, he probably would have blown up mainstream. Like, I mean, not I'm not talking about like radio mainstream, but like. Ghost Main Suicide Boys big yeah. mainstream Hell yeah. because because of just the style he does. Hell yeah. Dude, it's it's out of control. I recommend y'all mm -hmm. try that out. Check that out. Suave swag, bro. It's fucking fire as fuck, dude. But uh hell yeah, hell yeah. Um and of course, we're particularly yeah. looking for a uh female artist and a younger artist that does go. a more uh more uh, modern style. Hell so. yeah. That's what's up. Well, everybody, be ready to bring your dopest shit to the, uh, I don't know. I don't know. How are you going to be scouting, motherfuckers, just in case anybody out there is trying to? Well, we watch videos. We listen to music. We watch live feeds of uh, performers. We scout them at shows. We're always constantly looking anywhere where, you know, the internet, real life, uh, on um, social medias, on um music streaming services we're looking everywhere oh yeah um yeah. it's just it's really hard sometimes because we do prefer our artists be able to uh travel uh because we do tour we're a touring label that's yeah. what i mean we got to go out of town 
Yeah, definitely. You you're not you're not you're definitely not kidding about that. So uh, mm-hmm. I know, and you're you're like the tour king out here. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I you know I said last year I wasn't going to do any uh, more than one tour a year anymore, and then 2021 hit, and it's like, oh no, we need you to do this, or I want to hire you to do this, I want to hire you to do that. <laughs> I'm like, I you know, and I'll book stuff yeah, for yeah. people. I'll book a tour for somebody and then they'll be like, whoa, whoa, you're not going. I was like, well, I'll go, but it costs more. Yeah. 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 You know, cause I'm not going to stay away from my family for several weeks and not get more money. True. Um, true. And they're like, well, that's fine. As long as I don't have to deal with it. Well, great. Now I'm back on the road again. Mm-hmm. Um, I do miss my family when I'm out. Unfortunately, you know, uh, I got to bring home money too. So that's true. That's true. I mean, that's, Unfortunately, part of the game we play, but fuck it. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. So, uh, but um, dope, bro. Well, uh, I mean, it's been a great conversation so far, dude. And um, at this point, I want to uh, bring up a topic that I talk to all of my guests about, and that is this. What is your biggest rock star moment? My biggest rock star moment. Yes. Like, like where I felt like I had become something become something you you fucking witness some crazy ass shit you know oh i'll give you some of everything uh, dude, uh anything. So yeah. as as far as me feeling like a rock star um when much bigger names names that make you know six seven digits a year hit me up and want to hire me to do booking for them hell yeah that's a rock star moment because those are connections that are worth money and then they're willing to pay you money also absolutely. no that, that's that's a that's absolutely uh at the point where you're somebody because then say if a if, if a local hits me up and says hey i want to i, I want to hire you to do this but or i want you to book up a tour for me but i ain't gonna pay you i can just give them a list of these guys that are way bigger than they'll ever be and say yeah. hey look these guys pay me mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. that's why they're big that's why they're making money because they will pay me Um, as far as, um, crazy stories. Oh man. Um, so there's so many, uh, I was on one of my first tours ever was with team guillotine JP, the hustler and insane poetry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were in St. Louis, Missouri. And this guy, a fan was, um, brought his girlfriend there. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, all of a sudden this lady walks in and just starts slapping at him and and putting his her hand in his face you will never see so and so or our kid again or whatever Ooh, so wow. he has a wife his wife showed up and he's there with his girlfriend and so he puts his hand up in her face and she bites his finger off oh off. Fuck. god damn bites his finger off it was the craziest Ooh. thing and i'm sitting here like man that's crazy uh that that was pretty nuts now I've also been on several shows where the cops showed up. There's always some cops showing up. Uh, one time in Indiana, New Haven, uh, shout out to Davis and Annette Bird for always supporting us out there. Uh, New Haven, Indiana. Uh, we were um, uh, coming outside. It was after the show. Yeah, and this guy was just haul. Just got in an argument with this other dude. Got in a little fist fight. He's hauling ass in his truck, and and, and he hits a, like this lamp post thing and rolls his truck. Oh, it's, fuck. It, it, it's, 
it's a little town. It's not a huge metroplex yeah. or anything. And he rolls his truck, and the cops had to come and uh, uh, um, show up. He had already ran. So they're there oh, with damn. his vehicle with his license plate, registered to him, and he ran. And, like, it was crazy. Uh, there's always, you know, uh, it's hip-hop, so there's always fights yeah. and always people acting stupid and stuff. Um there's just there's just so much now that I do I, I do so many tours and I'm always traveling. There's always moments where I'm like I can't believe this is happening or I can't believe Definitely. they're treating me treating me this well or all of that stuff. You know I you I at the same time of being just a self proclaimed asshole that I am, I also uh, have moments of uh, being um, pretty shocked and in awe about some of the treatment I get that is good treatment. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm older. So I started music at a much older age. So, um, I didn't expect all of this to, to go where it is so fast. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, you you operate in DFW scene and, and yeah, in Texas course. and stuff and you've traveled and stuff. Um, but you know, um, there's a lot of guys that have been doing it way longer than me uh, for, for me to be where I'm at, where I'm uh, able to get out there and not have to take a financial hit to go out there totally. is, is a blessing. You know, yeah, I will, yeah. I'll never take that for granted. Uh, so I guess the whole, my whole life now is almost a rock star moment. Uh, sort of, you know, it's, Hell it's yeah, that's what's I'm up. living, a, I'm living a life that I never thought I, could and it's not we're not rich or anything you know we're underground but uh we you know um if it weren't for covid we'd be uh doing pretty decent you know no so kidding. no kidding it's a, it's all a blessing man it's all all a blessing and you, you know you're you're a rock star if you want to be hell yeah no no joke no joke it's that's a, right it's a it's a mentality that's right. That's right. All right. So, dude, I just got like one more question for you before we get the fuck up out of here. But um, uh, so I well, because you're an artist and a promoter, mm-hmm. I actually have two questions for you. So what is a tip that you can give as an artist? And then what is it a tip that you can give as a promoter to somebody out there that's coming up? OK, as an artist, uh, I would say know your value. Mm-hmm. OK. Now, let me explain. That means not just think you're worth a lot, but know exactly what you're worth. Mm -hmm. Because if you are too cocky that you don't want to uh, sell tickets or buy onto something of an artist that's bigger than you, then you have to be able to bring just as much as that artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to know your worth because nobody's going to give you a free, free ride. You have to earn that pay. You have to earn that ride. I'm just like everybody else. I started out selling units and having to buy on the stuff. And it, if you do it a lot and you grind at it real hard, it doesn't take nothing but a year or two to get to the point where you can make money. Yeah. It, oh, it, yeah. it doesn't take long, but you have to be consistent. You have to be constant. You have to make the promoters have to know that your money is good. They have to know that your draw is good. They have to know that they can rely on these numbers from you. Uh, and to know your value. If if a promoter undercuts you 
or if they uh, if they're not giving you the due respect that you think you deserve, either tell them what you think you deserve or don't work with them. Um, a lot of promoters need to there has to be a middle ground with these artists and promoters because it's a team thing and uh the the promoters need to give these artists a chance to earn money mm -hmm. without the promoters losing their ass investing in artists that don't have draw uh as you know how i like to do it i always do i need you to sell this minimum amount this mm -hmm. is the deposit and i'll give you plenty of tickets to make money to get in your pocket that's how I like to do it because that makes sure I don't lose money off investing in somebody. Uh, but that also makes sure that they can make money, mm -hmm. uh, whether they're local or not. And that's so important to know your value as an artist. Uh, as far as promoter, do you want me as, as a promoter to give artists yes. advice or as a promoter to give promoters advice? No, a promoter to give artists advice. Uh, stay humble. Uh, mm -hmm. You... It, it, you know, I've worked, as you said, I've worked all sides of this spectrum. So I know what an artist is going to tell me, oh, I don't buy on the shows or, oh, I don't sell tickets. I know that mentality. I've had that mentality before. It doesn't work if you don't have a name. Uh, stay humble. Sell your, uh, sell your tickets or promote your shows as best you can. And promoters will notice that you're working hard. They, they pay attention. You be, the reason why promoters will pay attention when you work hard is because you are helping them not starve to death. Mm -hmm. So they're That's appreciative right. if you help them not starve to death. Now, if you don't post until two days before the show, and if you don't bring anybody but your girlfriend every time, why would they do that when they can get somebody from Kansas or Oklahoma or another state to come all this way and pay to play when you won't even try to promote the show, you bring no value to the show. Uh, artists yep. got to understand there's a lot of talented guys out there. A lot of talented guys. And it's always the hungriest that gets fed. Uh, the, the problem with there being a lot of talented guys is if you don't work, it's next guy up. Mm -hmm. um, That's right. And, uh, you know, you got, uh, you got guys that have spent, thousands and hundreds on shows like i tell people it's no joke i lost 50 grand before i started making money mm -hmm. think, think about how much that is to the average person uh a lot of people don't even make that in a year uh so think about you know me spending all my savings everything i had uh to try to get make something out of this and and then um for me as a promoter uh when when artists tell me well, and they've only been doing music a year or two. Mm -hmm. They tell yeah. me they deserve to get paid. And I've never seen them bring numbers before. I've never worked with them before. That's always what I tell them. I tell them what I went through. Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of these artists assume that all these promoters don't know what it's like. But a lot of us do. You know, Anthony Stevenson, who owns uh, Come and Take It Live in Austin. Mm -hmm. he, he's yep. a toured, toured in music. Um, Chris Pallone, who runs Rail Club, he's toured in music. Mm -hmm. uh, Chaz, who owns Haltom, he's been in the film industry, and he knows what it takes to invest in, in stuff like entertainment. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys that own venues have an idea of what it takes to make it. Mm 
in the entertainment industry. So when we assume that they're just taking advantage of us or using us, it's very ignorant uh, because most of them work just as hard as us, if not harder. Um, yeah. Not all I mean, of them. I mean, not all of them. Let's be real. Like, why not try hard? Because, like, if you think they're, if you think they are trying to use you, like, how much are they using you for? Like, maybe a hundred bucks, bro. Come on, calm the fuck down, and, calm your tits. And you like, know, a lot of them, a lot of them, you know, and and there are some bad promoters that do use everybody and don't then don't work. They expect you to do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all know about those certain companies that uh, they have websites and you can sign up for their local showcases. Yeah. And pay to get on and all that. We know these companies. I don't have to mm. uh, take shots or anything. But those are the guys that are using you. It's not me or or these venue owners that are guys out there, you know, doing the same thing you're doing as an exactly. artist. So it's yeah. it's to be humble and to approach it as a team thing. If somebody says, can you sell 10 tickets and you can't, be honest about it. Say, I don't think I can. If you can say, yeah, I'll sell 10 tickets, man. Can I get a few extra so I can make some pocket money? Almost all of them will do that because if you cover their base cost, they want you to eat too. Um, You know, it's just stay humble. It's, it's a hard game and it's very frustrating, you know, because you work really hard. I've seen you work hard Appreciate it, man. and I know you've probably been frustrated more than once yep. uh, okay. because you always, you put all this money in and you put all this time in, you put all your heart and soul in this and you feel like you're not getting anything back, but you are, you just don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. You know how you are when somebody hits you up and says, Hey, when am I going to see you live again? Or Hey, okay. that music, that song was dope. Those are yep. perfect examples of you reaching somebody, you know, but we take those for granted. We think just because one person said this is not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. Every single new fan you get is a big deal. So if you're, if you're uh, having to sell tickets to get on a show and there's only 20 people there, Mm -hmm. but, but you leave that show with three new fans that pay for merch that buy tickets to your next show. Mm -hmm. That is totally worth it to me because those fans will stack up and stack up until you got hundreds, thousands, millions of fans. It's a constant grind that we have to stay humble and remind ourselves that it is not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is a long-term investment. Uh, And that's all I can say about that, man, is that, you just don't get discouraged with it. Stay humble, stay honest. Uh, don't overvalue yourself. Don't undervalue yourself. Just know your value. So dope, man. Dope. I, I appreciate that, man. That, that, uh, that was dope. Uh, so, um, real quick, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, give me all the, uh, outro plugs. Once again, just reiterate your uh, social media website, all that kind of shit. Um, everything you got coming up. It's Nairo, the Madman at Instagram and Twitter. And then the real Nairo the Madman at Facebook. Uh, we got the Insane Poetry Wicked Calligraphy Tour in February. We got the Requiem of the Dead Tour with Nairo the Madman and Frodo the Ghost in March. And then we got a COVID permitting. We got a uh, FFR Invasion Tour of Australia in oh, April. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we also got Klaz... He's doing his all three 
release party show in April for his Revenge album. And I've heard, I don't know yet, and I can't say it yet, but I've heard he's bringing out some underground legends that we haven't seen in a long time or okay. we don't see hardly at all. Hell yeah. So uh, that's a big one to look out for if you want to get on a, a show that's going to have some old heads on it that don't go to shows normally and get a chance to build the scene out there uh, with that one. So there's a lot going on, and I would mention a whole lot of other stuff that I got going on, but it's way out in the year. Like I'm going out on tour in October with T-Ride, and uh, mm -hmm. we've got a European thing we're planning and everything else. But uh, those are the big three coming up in the next three months that we're focusing on right now. And don't forget to get the Lost album, Nyra the Madman Lost. If you don't want to buy it, go stream it. It's everywhere. Even YouTube for you broke people. We got you. It's everywhere. Hell yeah, everybody. Well, yeah, get the fuck out there and listen to that album because uh, it's uh, it's definitely got some motherfucking bangers on it. I enjoyed it myself. But everybody, make some noise once again for Nairo the Madman. And thank you, Nairo the Madman, for joining me today, bro. I appreciate it. Um, always a pleasure. And I'll look forward to seeing you on the next one. And RCX out. Thank you, man. I Absolutely. What's up, guys? Thanks for checking out the RCX show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, like, comment, share, and of course, check out the description. And I got all the guests, social media, YouTube, all that stuff in the uh, in the in the description of the video. So make sure you give them a follow, a subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And of course, check my music out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. Make sure you give me a follow out there. I got new music coming, especially in 2021. And then finally, if you want early access to that new music plus exclusive content, you can't get anywhere else. You know, new music every month. Um, uh, early access to music videos, podcasts, all that kind of stuff, uh, jump on over to patreon.com slash official RCX and subscribe to either the three or the $5 level. And let's get things popping, man. Let's get them numbered up, up, up. And this is RCX. 